You are listening to Pandora's Box Radio with Kalia LaRoche. For more information about my products and services, counseling, coaching, hypnotherapy, books, and audios, please visit NarcissismFree.com or PathBackToSelf.com. Hello and welcome to Pandora's Box. This is Kalia. And today we're going to talk about the confusing matrix of truth aligning with your intuitive nature. We're living in a time of a global pandemic, political upheaval, corruption, economic collapse, global warming and devastation, and a whole host of other issues that are resulting in depression, lethargy, increased addiction, and a collective dark night of the soul. We're also living in a time of great division as people polarize in one direction or another. This polarization has to do with how people view the managing of the pandemic as well as the political elections, the economy, and how we manage the health and well-being of our planet. There's a lot of misinformation circulating I've talked about this in previous episodes, and I feel this is really important because it can be very difficult to know what the truth really is. In a sense, we're living in our own realities based on how we view the different world situations and how we're being personally impacted by them. Someone who has lost their job or business may view things differently than someone whose income is intact. Someone who lost a family member to COVID may view things differently than someone who doesn't know anyone who's been personally affected. People who have strong religious beliefs may view things differently than someone who doesn't really believe in a God or a higher power. Someone who believes the government is corrupt and the whole pandemic is a plandemic to take over the world is going to see things differently than someone who believes everything happening right now is solely to prevent the spread of an infectious virus. As I mentioned in a previous podcast, the mainstream news media holds the power to influence the masses to buying a certain narrative. And the alternative media gives a completely different viewpoint. So the media source someone subscribes to makes all the difference in how they think and believe. But I want to bring your attention from the global state of the world back to your own personal little world. We've gone out there and taken a look at different things happening around the globe, but let's bring our attention to how each one of us is uniquely being impacted and what we can do about it. The first question to ask yourself is what is influencing me and the way I think and believe? What media sources do I follow? Who do I talk to? What political party am I aligned with? What do I believe about the pandemic, the upcoming vaccines, the lockdowns, masks, and social distancing. A really important question to ask yourself is, what do I feel intuitively 
and do I trust my intuition? Intuition is the part of us that knows, regardless of our practical, logical nature that takes information from the various sources and runs it through our mental filter. Instead of running information through our mental filter, we might try to run it through our intuitive filter to see how it really feels. If something just doesn't feel right, we need to trust that. Have you been involved in a relationship or a situation where something just doesn't feel right? And you used your logic and reasoning rather than that intuitive gut feeling? Most of us who've been involved in narcissistic relationships have done this. We discount that inner knowing in favor of a more logical approach to viewing the situation. We might say to ourselves, well, he seems to care about me because he's doing X, Y, Z. But the intuitive part of us says, it really doesn't feel like he cares about me. We often discount our intuitive nature because we can't prove it and it goes against what we want to be true. Our desire for something to be true will often take precedence over what really is true. And I believe this is happening on a major scale today with the beliefs people are aligning with. If you don't really know what the truth is, try going within and asking your inner self or a higher self what the truth is in this situation. Tune into your gut, your inner knowing, and check in with that feeling. When we really learn to trust our gut and allow our intuitive knowing to guide us, we can't go wrong. Where we go wrong is in our failure to trust our inner knowing. We allow our logic and reasoning to overpower our inner knowing. Now there's a place for logic and reasoning. I'm not saying to discount this part of ourselves, but our logic is likely to look at a situation and say, well, this appears to be the truth, therefore it is. Meanwhile, our intuitive self may be saying something isn't right here. We need to learn to listen to this quiet inner voice and pay attention to it. When my son was eight years old, we took a bike ride down to a local park that has all kinds of trails going through a forest with a creek and streams and waterfalls. It had a playground at one part of the park, and we stopped for my son to play for a bit. While he was climbing a tree, I heard my inner voice say, it's time to go home now. The now was very strong. So I told my son, it's time for us to go home now. He argued a bit, as kids do, trying to bargain for more time, but I was very firm in telling him to come down from that tree right now. We need to go home. As we were riding through the park, I saw some workers near the creek who appeared to have some equipment that came with a strong gas smell. I took note but kept riding. We weren't home for five minutes when I heard my son screaming. I ran to the living room where he was looking out the big window. Our beloved park was up in 
flames with mushroom clouds of smoke billowing into the air. I was horrified. My partner at the time told us to grab our most important possessions and get into the car, so we did. The traffic was at a gridlock getting out of our neighborhood. We really didn't know what had happened, but we suspected that there might be something with the gas line, and there was a potential for the gas lines to start exploding through the neighborhoods. It turned out that there was a pipeline leak, and the gas had leaked into the creek. A couple boys my son's age were playing with fireworks and lit a match dangerously close to the gas fumes that they didn't know were there. This match set the whole creek on fire, and the fire ran a course down the creek, causing a huge explosion in which the two boys were killed. How would I have known to go home before the explosion, before anything had happened. It wasn't my logic. It wasn't my reasoning. It was purely my intuition. There was a part of me that knew. I had learned to listen to this part of me. And it got me out of some potentially bad situations. I had another situation where I was driving home on the freeway and I heard the inner voice say, you need to pull off the freeway and take the back roads home. I argued for a moment saying, oh, I really don't feel like a leisurely drive home today. But the voice was adamant and said, take this exit now. So I did. I found out later there was a huge traffic accident up ahead that hadn't happened yet, but was about to happen. There were several cars piled up and several deaths. Had I kept going, I could have been involved in that accident, but because I listened to my inner voice, I missed it altogether. How does our inner voice know what is about to happen? How does it predict the future? How does it know what it knows? Well, I can't answer this question in any kind of practical or logical manner. All I can tell you is that it does know. And if we learn to listen, it will guide us and protect us. The two examples I gave you were only a couple examples in my life where my intuition warned and protected me. What I found is that Other people aren't going to necessarily trust my intuition, even if it's strong. Others will argue with me and find ways to discount my inner knowing. My intuition is really for me. It isn't for others. But there can still be times where I'm told to pull off the road and the passenger in the car might protest and chalk up my gut feeling as crazy. One who depends purely on logic and reasoning may easily make fun of or dismiss an intuitive inner knowing being expressed by someone else. Someone who lives life purely from logic and reasoning may ask for the facts, for the science, or the proof. But when we trust our inner knowing, we can't provide the proof. What if I was at that park that fateful day with another adult 
And I said, we need to go home now. And that adult asks why. If I answer, I just have a feeling or I feel like something's going to happen. And that adult was run by logic and reasoning. He might argue with me and say, that's ridiculous. Or if he's driving and I say, we need to pull off this exit and go home this way, he might ask why. And if I say I have a strong feeling, he may say, that's crazy and keep driving. Like I said, there's time to pay attention to logic and reasoning, and there's a time to trust our intuition. Our gut feelings, our intuition is tapping into the field and sees the possibilities and probabilities as well as what is just up ahead. Now we're entering into the world of quantum physics. It can be difficult to explain, but there are enough examples to prove its existence. I just gave you two. When you don't really know what the outer truth is in any given situation, go within and seek your inner truth. Trust your gut. Our bodies also have a wisdom that can lend to our intuitive knowing. Your gut, for example, is a part of your physical body. If you have a tight feeling in your gut, and a feeling of anxiety, your body's trying to communicate with you. I don't know how many people I've talked to who were in a narcissistically abusive relationship who said from early on in the relationship, something just didn't feel right. It felt like something was wrong. And the other thing I so often hear is, I didn't listen. The gut is saying, warning, warning, danger, danger. But the logical mind says, there's no real evidence that there's anything wrong here. Even when the evidence begins to pour in, the mind can discount it as insufficient evidence. We really need to develop this intuitive part of ourselves. And the best way to develop this part of ourselves is to learn to listen and follow It's guidance, at least in small things at first. You might be looking for a particular type of table for your home, and when driving home one day, your inner voice says, turn down this road. And you turn down the road to find a garage sale that has that exact table you are envisioning sitting right there waiting for you, and the price is right. This kind of thing happens all the time, especially when we learn to listen. So how do we apply the art of listening to our intuition to the current world events? Well, when you hear something on the news or read something or somebody tells you something, you can tune into your gut and ask the question, is this true? Do you feel a relaxed feeling of resonating as truth? Or do you feel that there's something not right about that story? I know for myself that I follow the information I really resonate with as being true, although I don't really want it to be true. So I'm not just hearing what I want to hear or believing what I want to believe. I'm really listening to inner guidance. And when I hear something that many people are saying are conspiracy theories, my gut says, 
this is no conspiracy, it's true. Now, we also need to be aware of our feelings and emotions. If something or someone makes you angry, you may feel passionately against someone because of something you've been told about them or something you've heard them say. And that anger or dislike for that person drives you. You see this a lot in politics. So many people are run by their emotions, backed by the logic and reasoning of what they've heard or what they understand to be true. There are so many lies and untruths in politics that we don't often really see the bigger picture. Or we might be focusing on different aspects of a political argument. Sometimes truth is not black and white, and there are lies and mistruths on both sides of the coin. We tend to think of things in terms of black and white. This guy is the good guy, and this guy is the bad guy. What if they're both bad guys? What if they both lie? What if they both have good aspects and bad aspects? What if this person would be good for this issue and the other would be good at another issue? What if there was no right and no wrong? There's another thing to consider when it comes to learning to trust our intuition. And that is everybody's not going to be intuitively guided to do the same things, to vote for the same people and walk the same road. Your intuition guides you the way it does for a reason. And that reason has to do with what is in your highest good, not necessarily somebody else's. I can't say my intuition told me this, therefore this is the truth for everybody. This would be naive. I don't have the truth for everybody. I have to follow my own truth as I am guided, but it may not be the right path for others. Therefore, we need to learn to respect everybody's individual truths. Most importantly, we need to honor and respect our own deepest truth. What is it that guides us from the inside, regardless of what anybody else has to say about it? We allow ourselves to be influenced by others, perhaps those we deem more aware, more intelligent, or someone who's in a leadership position of some kind. But what we need to understand is that nobody out there has the answers for you. People will provide information, but that information may not be for you. You need to always check in with your deeper self and take what feels right to you and leave the rest. If we are going to heal the great divide on our planet, we also need to learn to have greater respect for those who don't think or believe the way that we do. We need to be willing to confront our own self-righteousness and understand that just because people think or believe in a different way, it doesn't make them wrong, unaware, unawakened, or whatever you might judge them to be. Being a speaker of truth from my own inner knowing as well as the education I've received from my own research, I come up against the opinions, ideas, and beliefs of others quite regularly. I put myself out there and that gives others the right 
so to speak, to judge me and find fault with what I speak about. I've been on the receiving end of other people's judgments quite often, and I've been on the receiving end of people's accusations of me. They use their own education or opinion to find fault with mine. The thing is, we're not all going to think and believe the same way. And now, more than ever, with so much polarization in the world, there's going to be a lot of polarization between all of us. I've seen this polarization in groups that I've always considered to be like-minded. We think a lot alike, and yet, with the pandemic and the politics, that energy of polarization comes right into these groups and splits them apart. And this is why now, more than ever, we need to learn to respect each other's beliefs rather than argue, fight, or judge each other. We need to understand that there may not be a right and a wrong here. There may simply be different perspectives and different points of view. When we're so passionate about our beliefs, it may be difficult to make room for another point of view. But if we are to be part of the solution and not part of the problem, we need to make room for others to think or believe differently than we do. One thing I see a lot in my work with narcissistic abuse is that the people who align with the narcissist and his or her story about what is happening, the people I work with will often be so upset that so many people have polarized towards the narcissist and stood against them. Of course, this is upsetting. But once again, we can't waste our energy trying to convince other people what our truth is and try to get them to see things from our perspective. People will believe what they believe, and there isn't a lot we can do about it. I really feel it's a waste of our precious time and energy trying to convert others to our way of thinking or believing. It's better to simply align with those who support us, even if this is just one person. When we're attempting to heal from a division like this where half your social circle or even all your social circle have aligned with another storyline, it's important to take the right and wrong out of the equation. This isn't about who is right or who is wrong. It's about who has the greatest influence at that time or who is out there promoting their story on the greatest scale. You might be someone who doesn't want to speak ill of anyone and so you keep quiet and suffer in silence. But the other person has a need to get everybody on his side and so will speak an elaborate story that is very believable to other people, such as, She's really super sensitive and emotional and is taking this breakup really hard. I'm really concerned about her, but I, I can't be with her anymore because of her intense emotions. This story may sound very believable, right? People who know you might say, yeah, she is sensitive and she is taking the breakup hard. They may not be able to see or understand the deeper story of how you've been undermined lied to, cheated on, and made to feel inferior at every turn. 
and in the end, when you were at your lowest point, you were discarded for his now new girlfriend. Now, he is still the same person, all happy-go-lucky and carrying on as if nothing ever happened. Meanwhile, you're feeling deflated and discarded, licking your wounds and trying to make sense of the whole thing. When we're in such a deflated place, the last thing we have energy for is trying to set things straight. The best thing we can do is let the relationship go and focus on our own healing, regardless of public opinion. It's times like this that we allow doubt to creep in and we question our own mental health. We question what we experience and wonder if we may have been wrong about how we perceived our own experience. We wonder if maybe that narcissist is really that great guy everybody thinks he is and we are the real problem. This is when we really need to learn to trust ourselves and our own experiences and inner knowing. Our inner knowing defies the external narrative and how things appear to be. We need to learn to really trust that what we went through was real. We really were undermined, lied to, cheated on, and treated as if we didn't have value. We often have evidence of this, and still we question and doubt ourselves. At times like this, we can't look to others to validate our reality. We need to go within and validate our own reality. We need to align with our own experiences and beliefs in our own deeper truth. Just because someone is coming from a completely polar opposite point of view doesn't mean you are wrong or that your experiences of what happened should be invalidated. People come from polar opposite points of view because they live in completely separate realities. I feel that now more than ever, people are polarizing to different realities. Very few of us are living in the same reality. We all see things differently. We may agree on some things and not agree on others. And those who judge us and make us wrong don't belong in our lives because they're not able to treat us with kindness and respect. We've got to return to self-love and treat ourselves with kindness and respect. And from that place of self-love, we can offer kindness and respect to others, even if they don't see things through the same lens that we do. Now, I'm not talking about treating the narcissist in your life with kindness and respect when they're treating you cruelly, we need to distance ourselves from people who don't treat us well. I'm not referring to abusers, bullies, and people who will judge you harshly. I'm talking about those who simply have a different way of seeing the world or a situation than you do. There's a saying that there's your truth and my truth and the true truth that lies somewhere in between. Others will say, there's only one truth and many distortions of that truth. There is also what is the truth 
and what we believe to be the truth. But the truth that comes to you from your own intuitive nature is the truth for you to align with. When we trust our own inner knowing and we follow intuition, we're being led by a higher power. And that higher power doesn't mislead us. It takes us to where we need to be, even if we don't like it at the time. To be in your power is to align with your deepest truth. So put your trust in your own heart and inner wisdom and walk the road that it leads you to. In the end, it is love that wins the war and pulls us all back together again. Love wins. So thank you for listening today. I hope that you found this episode helpful and inspiring. For more information on my work, please visit my websites, NarcissismFree and PathBackToSelf.com. I will see you in the next podcast. Have a great day.